I guess first things first, I should be saying is congratulations, right? It's uh, just been over a year since you've been at the helm, but uh, a lot of progress and success that has been attained for the business. Tell us how you and your team got this together. Thank you. Um, you know, we're delighted and relieved and, and excited about where we are. Um, you know, we've we've broken even and people would go, well, that's not a big deal. Businesses need to do that. But in the digital banking world, we don't take that for granted. You know, less than 5% of digital banks globally have broken even. Less than half of the top 100 digital banks have broken even. And we're the first digital bank in Africa, uh, on the African continent and in South Africa to be profitable. Mm. Um, uh, so, and it normally takes a long time. Many digital banks take seven, eight years or longer to get there. So we're delighted to have been able to do it in under five years. And I have to say, mostly we have great shareholders and fantastic customers to thank. Mm. You know, um, ultimately in banking, uh, the only thing that matters is value for money, is that customers feel they get a good experience for good fees, great interest rates, um, and that the proposition works for them. Um, And so our customers are the real heroes of our story. Uh, and we're very grateful to them for having put their trust in us uh, to the extent that they have. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned that level of trust as well as customer activity, because in South Africa specifically, Kun, I can imagine the last three years have shown you uh, very interesting develops around developments around customer uh, behavior when it comes to their finances. I'm keen to understand what you've witnessed and how it is that you've met customers' needs uh, uh, in order to see this level of growth and, and customer growth as well. You know, I think the one thing that is very clear to us is the customers are under a lot of strain. Mm -hmm. And there's more than one piece of research that points to the fact that money is our biggest stressor. So if you ask all South Africans what stretches you the most, the number one thing that stresses people is their money. Um, And I think, you know, what we try to do and we think um, is key here is firstly um, to have your fees as low as possible. Mm-hmm. so that the bank doesn't further add to the to the stress of customers. And then second, to provide a service that a customer experiences an empowering service, you know, as, as something that they understand that's not too complicated, that is intuitive, um, and that, that meets their needs. Um, uh, um, CGAP did a research on, on, on our customers in South Africa, and they found that 74% of our customers say that we provide them with a set of solutions that they can't find anywhere else. Uh, and so, um, you know, that's something that we, that 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 uh, piece of research we love and, and, and that confirms our view that listening to the customer is really at the key of success in retail banking. Yeah, definitely. And not just in South Africa, but many South Africans aren't aware that you've got opportunities. You've been eyeing in Vietnam, based in Singapore, and and this falls under the time uh, umbrella that you've also been a formidable partner of. Give us some perspective. What's happening in these other emerging markets and frontier markets um, that actually supports the essence and growth of digital banking solutions like time? Yeah, you know, what we're finding is that customers, particularly consumers and small and micro businesses, are chronically underserved. And we see a massive demand. You know, we launched in the Philippines uh, just over a year back 
we already have 2.3 million customers in the Philippines. And the Philippines is actually growing faster than in South Africa. We're growing at about 300,000 customers a month in the Philippines. And it just shows you the massive pent-up demand demand there is for, for these services. And you're right um, about Vietnam. We're actually launching our first product in Vietnam in the second quarter of this year. So, so we're seeing real, real demand um, and real excitement about us taking the innovations we designed for South Africa, mm. the lessons we've learned in South Africa, and taking it to the rest of the world. You know that I'm going to ask about valuations, right? I'm aware that uh, you fall under African Rainbow Capital, so we'll get the details in that annual report. But help us understand in terms of the valuations of the business and uh, um, um, maybe even, you know, just uh, how much of a profit you actually turned over. Yes. So, you know, we closed our Series C capital raise last year. Um, um, and at the end of that Series C capital raise, uh, the business was valued based on um, the price at which that money was raised. The business was valued at $965 million. Mm. So, uh, you know, just around sort of, depending on the day, around 18 billion rand uh, on the valuation. Um, uh, and the profit is still very small. You know, it was our, our first profit, only about 6 uh, million rand. But then what you find is once a business like ours turns profitable, profitable because it's got this fixed cost base and it's got this growing revenue stream once those two lines cross the business very quickly becomes quite uh, impressively uh, profitable definitely i'm hearing unicorn status here and the back of my mind is thinking surely a listing must be on the cards between yourself your hand patrice and the rest of the board <laughs> are these conversations that are uh, taking place <laughs> Yeah, you know, on unicorn status from your mouth to God's ears, you know, I hope I hope when we raise money again that we'll be there. Yeah. Um, and that would be great for us. Uh, I think in terms of listing, uh, I don't think we're going to rush into it. We're penciling it in for sort of five years from now. Um, uh, and so what we want to do is really mature the business, get to profitability in the Philippines, get to scale in Vietnam, uh, maybe even enter our fourth market. Uh, and then we think we'll be in a really, uh, the business will be uh, in a really good shape to bring it to public markets. You mentioned a fourth market. Are you able to disclose where you might be eyeing? I'll tell you what my my number one uh, uh, choice would be is Indonesia. Mm -hmm. uh, we see great opportunity there. 270 million people um, still also chronically underserved. Uh, but that's not the decision yet. That's, uh, let's say that's in the in the in the realm of possibility. 100%. To bring it closer to home, Kun, uh, we can't ignore the fact that we do have a South African audience that's listening. They do have their own needs and, uh, I guess, new innovative solutions. Um, uh, perhaps indulge us on some of the considerations that uh, Time Bank and its executive team are looking to put together to enhance the bank's competitiveness in a market like South Africa. Yeah. You know, the way I would characterize it is we've done really well in serving the mass market and making banking accessible even to the poorest South African. Where we now want to focus on getting better is, is rounding out our proposition, improving our service uh, levels, uh, um, improving the products themselves and the, and, the, and, the, and the app experience to become more and more attractive to wealthier customer segments. Although we have customers across the you know, um, income uh, uh, range, 
we think there's more work to be done and we really want to spend the next year or two uh, making sure that we um, uh, evolve our proposition mm. to actually work um, for, for all South Africans uh, and so that even the most sophisticated and demanding customer will love uh, the products we give them. And in that regard, things that we're focusing on now is to really improve our virtual card proposition um, uh, so that it works well for things like international transactions and so on, uh, and that we further evolve our app. In in the Philippines, uh, we've won um, four design awards for our apps, international design awards in the last year. Uh, but the South African app is not quite where the Philippines app is. So we've got some work to do to to just get better and better and um, and just do that simple thing, which is to give people great value for money when it comes to their banking. 100%. Kun, such a pleasure speaking to you, sir. All the best to you and your executive team, Cheslin, uh, of course, Linda, and many others that you work with, and looking forward to uh, unpacking more uh, of the growth that you will deliver on in the years to come. Thank you again. You missed it live. Catch the broadcast on Kaya 959.co.za.